Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. All right, welcome to Bet the Edge. I'm Jay Croucher, joined by Drew Dinsick, coming from a hotel room in Vegas. I'm done with this godforsaken city, Drew. <laughs> ready, ready to get on the plane in uh, five hours. I was going to pass soon enough, but I am intact. My voice is intact, so I'm going to give you everything I've got left. We're going to be joined in a few moments by Nick Costas of You Better You Bet to handicap uh, the AFC Week 18 matchups that will determine the wild card matchups next weekend. We'll also price out the current NFC wild card matchups and some theoretical ones, uh, and then we'll wrap with our favorite bet of Sunday. But how was your night last night, Drew? It was okay, and uh, it's although I got another winner. Uh, t- I I had uh, you know bet the um, uh, the three way. You know, was Jay going to leave Vegas of his own choice, or was he going to be asked to leave Vegas? And I you know I had he was going to leave of his own accord, and so that's a the yeah. a winner in my book. There, uh, you're not being you know you as an advantage player. Sometimes you don't know you know it's not always your choice when you when you are uh, uh, leaving Sin City, but that's okay. Um, no, the NBA was okay for me last night. Uh, ended up with a split. One one jazz, you know, kind of an easy winner. There were some moments where it was in the balance, and then uh, magic with uh, just a heroic uh, second half comeback, um, and Paolo Banchero with a clean look for the cover from three couldn't convert, and uh, ultimately magic lose by eight was a loser. Um, watched a lot of tennis, by the way. Tennis going on down down under. And uh, it's been a very, very, very entertaining. Some wild upsets here and there. Uh, Iga Shriantek, um got absolutely blanked yesterday by uh, Jessica Pagula. I'm not sure if you caught that, but uh, the, the run-up here to the Australian Open has been a ton of fun as well. So uh, a lot going on in the world of sports. Uh, even in the Thursday where we did not have the NFL, I managed to find uh, a lot to bet on. Very good. I like it. Yeah, I'm just sitting on my uh, my Holger Rune 30 to 1 Australian Open ticket. He will be my new Onsdrabur um, for down under. So good luck to you, Holger. Please don't uh, break my heart like Onsdrabur has uh, many times over the back half of the year. All right, let's bring in Nick Costas of You Better You Bet. Nick, it's good to have you on, mate. Uh, let's get straight into it. Let's talk about Titans, Jags. Line right now is Jags minus six and a half. The total is 40 flat. What's your read on this game? 
Well, first off, great to be on with you guys. And like, they asked Jay to leave Vegas. When I go to Vegas, they're like, here, we're going to comp this hotel room. Please come keep gambling with us. Come back to the tables. Uh, Titans and Jags on Saturday. So current market here is six and a half, right, guys? Jacksonville minus six and a half. Total of the game is 40. Um, we talked about this game last Friday on You Better You Bet following the Titans-Cowboys game last Thursday night. And the thought was, if the spread is ever going to be seven in the game, uh, going to want to bet the Tennessee Titans here with the assumption that Josh Dobbs is going to be the quarterback. And I thought Dobbs played well enough last week that we could kind of like feel like that was going to be the case. I mean, they weren't going to play a guy they signed off a practice squad over a guy that they had had on their roster only to go back to the rookie Malik Willis. So I thought it was pretty obvious that Dobbs was going to play. So grab some Titans plus seven at open number sitting six and a half now. And I'd really like to see the status of Traylon Burks, Tennessee's rookie wide receiver, like obviously like the best pass catcher that they have a Conquo really good also, but a tight end Burks, definitely their best wide receiver. Now it didn't practice yesterday. Mike Vrabel saying he thinks Burks is going to play in the game. And then in a game like this where the Titans don't have weapons on the perimeter, I actually think Burks is like fairly important to this game where normally you wouldn't say like a rookie wide receiver is that important to how a game is going to play out. So I think at this point it would still be Titans or nothing for me here. Just Mike Vrabel in a spot like this with extra rest with Derrick Henry getting rested, players on defense getting rested. I do feel like Jacksonville is going to win the game, but if the number is going to be above six, I, I feel like Tennessee is the only way that I would look here. I do feel like the Jaguars will win, host the Chargers likely on wildcard weekend in the AFC, but uh, I do like Tennessee to cover the spread here in this game. I bet them at seven. I would still give them a look here at plus six and a half. Yeah, we're we're in the same boat here. Again, I'm wearing my Jaguars gold. We need this AFC South ticket to come home. We would love to see them make That's some mustard, money. That's not Jaguars gold. You remember when they had the uh, the the mustard uh, the mustard um, color rush? Uh, this is uh, straight out of that package. Um, but uh, no, ultimately, uh, would love to see the Jaguars win and clinch the South and. But they're gonna. Ha it's all on Trevor Lawrence. I feel like uh, this is really. Uh, it's gonna have to be one way traffic through the air for them because if you know, as Jay brought it up earlier this week, if there's one thing the Titans can do, it's stop the run. Uh, so this is gonna have to be one dimensional offense for the Jags through the air if they're gonna get it done. Uh, and uh, you know, maybe a little nerves early for Trevor, but ultimately I think he comes through here. Um, considering that this is, you know. I guess uh, expected to be a passing attack for the Jaguars. I'm kind of interested in the over here. I know that in a kind of a, a win and you're in sort of situation, a lot of times it's a little bit tighter of a game. Uh, you know, every possession is a little more meaningful. That certainly is, you know, is a thing in the NBA and then in a lot of other sports and sort of elimination moments. Um, and this total is low at 40. Uh, you have any inclination to bet an over in a game where we're expecting a little bit more passing, Nick? Yeah, I think, you know, we talk a lot on the show. I've talked with you, Drew, about like assumption of rational coaching where like you'll get like the Dallas Cowboys, for example, in a game where like maybe it'll be against Tampa on Wild Card Weekend where you should be throwing the ball the entire game and instead you're going to choose to run into the heart of the defense defense over and over and over and over again. Doug Peterson does not really strike me as, as that sort of coach. He's been on fire, honestly, like take the, the real life, what oh, happens yeah. on the field into the, uh, into the handicap of the game here. Peterson's really good. Peterson's really smart. Great play caller. You would think that Doug Peterson, they're going to run the ball. Obviously it's not like they're going to throw the ball on every single play of the entire game. Like it's a video game or something, but I, I think it will be primarily a passing attack here for the Jaguars. Peterson is smart enough to do that. I'm not going to bet the total candidly. I stink at totals and feel like I lose constantly <laughs> at them. My look would be towards the over, but uh, I'll stick with my, uh, my Titan spread wager on Saturday. Okay. Night. Yeah, no, I'm with you there. And I think that the key, I guess matchup will be Lawrence against the Tennessee secondary, which is maybe the worst in the league right now or thereabouts uh, of teams who are still playing for something. So 
I think that Peterson will likely abandon the run after it becomes clear that you cannot run the ball uh, against Tennessee. Let's jump to Patriots-Bills, which to me is maybe the most inexplicable line on the board at the moment. The line is yeah. Bills minus seven. The total is 42 and a half. Line opened at Bills minus eight. There were some look-aheads of Bills minus nine and a half. And I just don't understand why this line isn't nine and a half because you get the sense the Bills are going to be playing everyone. I think they're going to be hugely motivated for this game. So, Nick, what's your read on Bills minus seven? Uh, I make it 10. So even at nine and a half, I would be interested in betting the bills here. And assuming that the NFL, like the owners, the the, get the three, the the three quarters majority to pat, to push through what the NFL proposed last night. This is a game that Buffalo has to win no matter what Kansas city does on Saturday to avoid being the three seed and having to go to Cincinnati, potentially in the divisional round, you'd rather host that game obviously against the Bengals. So Buffalo's going all out to win no matter what happens with the chiefs on Saturday. Uh, Yeah. It's, I, I think the line is insane also. I, I don't get it. Uh, so I, I love Buffalo here. I played seven with the Bills. Also, like once this, this number is going to go up. Like it's not going to stay. I would be shocked if it stayed at seven. So when it goes up, I also think pairing Buffalo and teasers with the Minnesota Vikings, the Cincinnati Bengals, who might have to face Anthony Brown and the Baltimore Ravens. And you like that, even if it's Tyler Huntley, I think with Cincinnati against Baltimore. I agree completely, Jay. Uh, this line makes no sense to me, unless I'm missing something completely here. And I don't think I am. It's going to be an insanely emotional crowd on Sunday in Buffalo. It's already an insane crowd in Buffalo to begin with in Western New York with the Bills fan base. I I think the emotion kind of carries through here. And also you have the fact that aside from the one win game that they played last year on Monday night, Josh Allen marches up and down the field on this Patriots defense. And I see no reason why that wouldn't continue here. Uh, I love the Buffalo Bills. Can't wait to see how I'm wrong on Sunday, but I love Buffalo. Yeah, we're we're all three in agreement here. Uh, I laid it with the Bills as well. And I, uh, I guess the only thing that's kind of catching me a little quick here is uh, why didn't it move? Um, I think a lot of us bet bills. <laughs> I think a lot of us when, you know, when the news was good, uh, particularly some of the anecdotes about, uh, you know, what, you know, what Hamlin was doing when he woke up and the fact, you know, the, the message from his dad uh, talking to the team, like all of this stuff is, you know, kind of confirmation of this is now going to turn into a galvanizing and uplifting event as opposed to one that's going to be a broad distraction and affect the way these guys are really preparing. So I, I'm I'm confused as to why there's any Patriots support out there, because pretty clearly, um, you know, there's been some volume on Buffalo and it's not moving. So um, not, uh, not really sure what to make of that, but uh, just to kind of go back to what I think is maybe the key point here, that place is going to be electric. I don't know that we are going to have as obvious a motivational atmosphere since what uh, the Yankee stadium after nine 11, like, I, like honestly, what is like the city's gone through, uh, you know, a, 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 um, an event with a team uh, example you can point to where the crowd is going to be more uplifting for an organization. Um, you know, and I, I, I don't know, I've, I've talked myself into this being sort of a galvanizing event for a bills championship. So, uh, you know, maybe I'm, you know, a little bit over overweight on this, but um, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see how it plays out. I'm very, very happy of all the anecdotes and positive stories we're hearing, hearing coming in from, uh, DeMar Hamlin in, in particular, but, um, uh, Jay, do you want to throw a little cold water on me here? Or is this just going to be a bills party? I think it's. I think the Bills will roll. Yeah, I'm bet a lot of Buffalo minus seven. There's no cold water um, in this hotel room, but I will say that cold one beer, thing, like they'll be drinking in Western New York. Let's roll with that instead. I don't even want to hear alcohol spoken about, <laughs> let alone yeah, consumed. So 
I think the one thing, and look, obviously it's completely trivial, um, and the only thing that matters is DeMar Hamlin getting healthy again, but I think when you're pricing out the Bills, like, they did lose DeMar Hamlin. Like, they lost their safety. They've already lost Micah Hyde. Like, that is something that's going to hurt the team. DeMar Hamlin's a good football player. It's going to be Cameron Lewis at safety instead. So that would just be the one thing, is that the secondary is going to be not, you know, not what it was at the start of the season, not what it was last week, but... I mean, yeah, Matt Patricia and Mac Jones probably not the people to uh, to take advantage of that. So, yeah, I think Bills minus seven is is just about the best play on the board. I don't know if it's the market trying pricing in a letdown because yeah, I'm with you guys. I think I don't think the Bills are going to be lacking focus. I think they're going to be the most focused yeah. team in NFL history. I don't <laughs> yeah, see that right at all. Uh, let's jump to another. I think kind of strange line too, which is the Bengals minus eight, and the total is thirty nine and a half. Bengals hosting the Ravens, there's a pretty good chance this might be Anthony Brown. At which point, how is the line not 14 or something? <laughs> um, because Tyler Huntley's been banged up with his shoulder. Lamar Jackson's not going to play um, all indications. Nick, what's your lean on this game? Yeah, it's a uh, lean. Love Cincinnati. <laughs> we, talked, we talked about it on the show yesterday. Cincinnati was minus seven. Like, what? Like, yeah. Tyler Huntley is... So- I think the the language that the Ravens beat reporters used was severely limited, like not really throwing the ball at practice. We know Lamar is not going to play. They've got Lamar on ice potentially until wild card weekend. If, if it's Anthony Brown, it's like no disrespect to Anthony Brown. Like I, I'm not an athlete. I couldn't play in the NFL, but I don't know if he can either um, based on what we saw him do against the, uh, the Steelers when he came in and mop up duty and basically just handed it off to JK Dobbins a bunch of times in that game here. Uh, I, I thought Bengal seven was a good look, even if Huntley was going to play. And now that it might be Anthony Brown, the number is eight and a half. I guess like if people are a little skittish and want to say, well, what if Huntley practices today on Friday? What do I do? Just like I'll borrow like a Ken Barkleyism, my co-host on You Better You Bet. Tease the Bengals with anything that isn't bolted down on Sunday. Like Cincinnati and Minnesota against Nathan Peterman. Yeah. I like I like the Browns as a teaser option. I guess maybe like we don't like the Browns as much because the Steelers are going to be trying to win the game, obviously, as opposed to the Bears, who are going to be trying to lose. Um, I just think teasing Cincinnati at this point now that it's above seven is, I think that's one where, and of course, anything can lose. So it's not like it's a lock. I know those don't exist. But that's one where like you put that teaser leg in and it's your, you're just thinking, okay, if the other leg comes in, I just win. Like it's just done. So that's how I would look to bet this game. I like the Bengals also. Never the Ravens at any of these numbers. Yeah. So six point teaser you need us is, you know, teaser leg you need it to hit 72% of the time. That feels like uh, you're getting 72 pretty comfortably uh, if you're teasing the Bengals under three. Um, and certainly uh, I'm with you on the Browns. Uh, I think the Browns are alive to win. And the idea of the Steelers winning with margin is kind of laugh out loud in my mind. So um, yeah, teasing the Browns makes a ton of sense as well. Uh, just curious on going back to Bengals Ravens. Um, let's assume that Bengals win with margin. They lock up the three seed and that your three, six matchup then becomes Bengals Ravens in Cincinnati again. Uh, but Lamar Jackson is healthy. What would you expect that market to open? And uh, do you think that there is a matchup advantage with either team uh, heading into that uh, rematch? I think if Lamar is going to play and like he practices throughout the week, I'm curious what you guys think, because we haven't talked about this on the show yet. Maybe like Bengals, like juice three. I think if it were two and a half, Cincinnati would just get bet to three immediately. So I think the number has to be at least three. And then it's okay. 
if it were Cincinnati three and a half, like what would I want to do? Like, would I be interested in the Ravens at that point? Like catching three and a half with Lamar back at quarterback and John Harbaugh is a great coach, obviously. And since he's a better team, I think, but it's not about like who's picking the winner of the game or who's better. It's obviously about, you know, who's going to cover the spread. I think probably like a juice three is Cincinnati is the right. So Cincinnati three minus 15 might be like the right opening number of that game. If Lamar is going to play, um, I, I think the Bengals would win. I kind of like don't know what I would do yet. I kind of need to spend some more time thinking about that. But just like off the top of my head, I think that's a number that might make sense. I don't think it can ever be below three. I think the Bengals would just get bet up immediately. Jay, do you have an opinion? <laughs> yeah, I think it might even be bigger, honestly. I think the Bengals might be in a different tier to the right. And it's just the uncertainty around Lamar. Like, guys have played football in a month. Like, what's he going to look like? Is he going to be 100%? He's lost. He somehow lost more receivers since he went down. He didn't have any receivers, and now he's lost more. So yeah, I think it. I think I'm with you, Nick. I think it would be at least juice three, maybe three and a half. I could even potentially uh, four is probably a little bit big, but I could say it gets to three and a half. What do you think, Drew? Yeah, I would guess. I, I if if we get a clean three, I'm taking it. <laughs> I think I, there, there's yeah. your answer then the number yeah. probably needs to be and like i'm thinking about it now if it were three i would never bet the ravens it would still only be cincinnati yeah. there so three and a half might be right yeah and i mean we haven't even kind of mentioned the key matchup here which is the ravens defense that they've invested invested all this money and all these resources and all this capital it's slow they can be beat with speed and the Bengals have that in spades. That was the entire lesson learned from the 2021 NFL regular season, in my opinion. Uh, they beat the Ravens with speed, and the Bengals have speed, and they have it in bunches. And so, yeah, I think Bengals, absolute nightmare nightmare matchup for uh, for the Ravens. And, I mean, not, not sure what's going on internally between Baltimore and Lamar, but to the degree that uh, uh, he may make a business decision and not be ready for that playoff game. Just oh, so no, preserves. no way. No, 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 no way. Because right now his value is like, is his look? Because th the narrative's already started. Didn't play the final month of the season last year. Hasn't played the final month of the season this year. If he plays, like, forget about, the, he doesn't care about the team. He's trying to make as much money as possible. He needs to show up and show out in the postseason to try and get his money. Is, he, is that possible with the weapons he has to work with, though? I mean... I, uh, Mark Andrews is still there, likely still there. Yeah, I, th I think that they can fashion something together here. I don't know that it's going to be like the greatest show on turf, but <laughs> I, I, I think they can move the ball for sure. I mean, he's like, I like Tyler Huntley, and like we made a bunch of money at least last year backing Tyler Huntley as a big dog. There is no comparison between the two players. And I know that's not like breaking news film at 11 here. Lamar's a lot better than Tyler Huntley. And I would still like the Bengals in the game. Just that, yeah, I, I, I definitely think Lamar can have success in that game. I don't know that it means they win or cover, but I think Lamar can move the ball, certainly. Andrews is the big piece of that offense. Yep, no, I'm with you there. I still believe in Lamar Jackson. All right, before we get to the NFC, a reminder to download the Roto World app to receive breaking player news all season long. Stay ahead of the competition by favoriting players on your roster, get the latest injury updates, player news, and much more delivered right to your phone. It's available in the App Store today. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Selling smoothies is what I do, but for small business insurance, I chose my State Farm agent. He's a small business owner, too, so he knew how to help me personalize my policies. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to an agent today. Do you want a beautiful lawn? 
Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. It's time to get your swagger back with PointsBet Sportsbook. New customers can sign up now with the code BETTHEEDGE to get five second chance bets up to $500. That's five straight days of second chances where PointsBet will match your losing wager in free bets. So use the promo code BETTHEEDGE and enjoy more live betting markets than ever before. PointsBet, it's your move. New customers only. Must be 21 plus and present in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Virginia, or West Virginia. In partnership with Louisiana iGaming LP, DBA Boomtown, New Orleans. Second chance means that if any of your first five cash bets, that is the first bet per day for five consecutive days on a fixed odds market loses, you will receive free bets in the amount of the losing wager up to $100 each. Cash out is not available on all wagers and may not be equivalent to the initial Initial wager. Points bet can disable or suspend the cash out feature at any time. Additional terms and conditions apply. See the promotions page and terms and conditions section of the Points Bet website app for more details. Void where prohibited. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help in Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, or West Virginia, call 1 800 Gambler for crisis counseling and referral services or visit www.1800Gambler.net. In Colorado or Kansas, call 1 800 522 4700. In Iowa, call 1 800 Bets Off. In Indiana, Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. In Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. In Virginia, call 1-888-532-3500. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK. That's 467-369. In New York, call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Pennsylvania, call 1-877-770-STOP. That's 1-877-770-6867. In Louisiana. All right, let's talk NFC wildcard lines, Nick. Let's just assume the Eagles are going to beat the Giants. They're minus 1,000 on the money line, so it's a pretty safe assumption. So the most likely matchup in 2-7 would be 49ers-Packers, and then the Lions and Seahawks are also possible. How do you break down those potential matchups? So I think Niners against Lions and Seahawks, I think we both sit like in between like 7.5 and, and 9.5. And I think more than a touchdown, but not quite 10 for both of those. I guess maybe if you want to make the case that Seattle loses to the Rams and the Lions win on the road in Green Bay, maybe it's like seven. I I think I'd be interested in the 49ers at that number outdoors um, with San Francisco going up against Detroit. The most interesting matchup is is San Francisco and Green Bay for a million different reasons. Um, Actually, (laughs) is it a million? It might only be one Aaron Rodgers, right? And the playoff history recently between, between these two teams and the Niners obviously having Aaron Rodgers number. We talked about this earlier this week on the show, and I think what Ken and I arrived to, or for, I won't speak for him, but for me at least, I think I'm going to be betting on San Francisco in this game. So if Green Bay beats Detroit, rides off into the sunset of the regular season here on this win streak, winning in national television, makes the playoffs. The assumption is, is that Rodgers will probably play well and the narrative is going to build, you know, Rodgers against you know, Mr. Irrelevant, the, uh, the seventh round rookie Brock Purdy. The Packers might get more market credit than like I think they should. And maybe, guys, this is like Niners minus four or Niners minus four and a half. Uh, I think the number in the game should be at least six. 
I think this is a potential like railroading San Francisco to Green Bay, not like apples to apples, like the NFC championship game was a couple years ago in San Francisco when the Niners just ran the ball down their throat. I don't know that it would play out exactly like that. I think San Francisco is just like one through 53, so much better than the Packers. And I think like looking at this Packers run here, you can poke holes in, in a lot of what the Green Bay Packers have done here and like give them a lot of credit if they end up overcoming like what happened earlier in the season to make the playoffs. I just think it's a big time step up in class. So I, I think like, Anything under six, I'm interested in San Francisco. I think it's probably going to open in like the four, four and a half range, though. And I, and I would personally disagree with that. Not that I have to be right. That's just kind of like what I'm thinking ahead of like the uh, the point spreads coming out on Sunday night. I think that's a fair read. Um, my yeah, I mean, if I'm a bookmaker, I'm hanging it in the dead zone, and I'm letting the market tell me, do I need to go to six or three and a half here? Um, and I, a lot of it is going to depend on how Aaron Rodgers specifically looks and that offense looks um, because most of their run to this point, I don't think anyone's been fooled. It's been a little fluky. It's been a lot of defense, been a lot of turnovers, been some special teams. Concussion. Uh, it, yeah. Concussion. It hasn't really been what you, what, you know, we, we talked about it a million years ago. What was the event? Oh, it was Hertz. Hertz goes down. And then, you know, that day I was on with you guys and we were going on and on who really benefits from this. And it you was killed like, it. I was like, dude, the Packers are under one to win the NFC. This is insane. Like, they might have to go through Brock Purdy and Gardner Minshew on the way to the NFC title game. Like, this is wild. Um, and you know that part of the thesis was he was going to kind of really take control of this offense and turn this, these guys into sort of the MVP caliber unit that we saw the last two years. And it, that hasn't happened yet. But if it does against the Lions, which it could then I think uh, people are probably pushing that to the three and a half range. Um, Jay, do you have an early feel on what the right side is for that matchup? I would lean nine as, yeah, I don't believe in the Packers necessarily. I think obviously they have a lot of upside, but yeah, I would be betting. I would be betting the Niners if it's three and a half. I think I'm more Nick. I think it should be more, you know, five to potentially even six, but six, I mean, six for Brock Purdy. Get Darren Rodgers in the summer. <laughs> Still, I know, I know it's still, it's obviously more players on the teams than the quarterback, but uh, at the same time, I think six, you would probably start to see some Packers money. That's um, fair. Let's what's your, I guess, real quick before moving off the Niners, what's your read, Jay, on uh, the health of CMC and the health of Debo Samuel? You think those guys are going to be like all 100% good to go in week yeah. wild card weekend? I mean, CMC, it's a little bit concerning, but I think that he's going to have an. If he's actually hurt, then he's he can have a bye this week. Doesn't matter. Like he, they're going to beat Arizona with or without him. So and Elijah gonna, Mitchell apparently is going to play. That came out like I don't know if you guys saw that. That was literally like like I think this morning that Elijah Mitchell's probably going to play in the game on Sunday. Yeah, so I think they can nurse CMC through it, and then Debo is a full participant in practice. I imagine they'd probably get twenty snaps or so against Arizona, and then okay. and then he should be okay. So I think that. They're healthy enough with the skill position guys. Uh, let's go to Giants-Vikings, which is the very likely 6-3 matchup. Now, we saw this game a couple of weeks ago. The line closed four, four and a half in that range, I think, since then. And the Giants looking relatively confident, particularly they're going to get Dory Jackson back. They're healthier on the defensive line. Daniel Jones is the best quarterback in football. Uh, it's all happening for the Giants. So I think we might see... <laughs> I think it's going to be four or potentially even three and a half. What do you think, Nick? Yeah, I mean, so they closed, what, four and a half a couple weeks ago? Yeah. This this one's really easy. It's going to open above three, and I'm going to bet the Giants. I think a lot of other people will as well. I think it's probably going to close three. That would be maybe three and a half. It is Minnesota in a home playoff game. 
incredible home field advantage. Um, for the people watching the show, and I guess like this is a video show, right? I got my Yankees hat on here. I'm also a Giants fan. Uh, this is like this is the dream matchup for my team here against Minnesota. I think the Giants will win the game. Uh, so it's going to open above three, and I am going to be like basically refreshing the screen over and over again until until it pops, and I will be betting the Giants on Sunday night anything above three, and I'm going to feel really good about that bet. And it's as easy as that. No, I give me the over. If that opens in the 48, 49 even range, I think I'm playing the over. That's going to be a very fun game. Yep. No, I'm I'm with you there. I think. Um, I mean, those teams both left a lot of points on the table in the yep. last matchup. Is the thing so. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I, I think, I mean, I think they're kind of the same team. Uh, <laughs> Can I give you guys a hot take on this game? And I asked sure. Ken this question earlier, three questions. Who's the better quarterback? Well, well, I'm going to get there. Number, which defense do you trust more? Giants or Vikings? Giants. Yeah. Which head coach do you trust more? Dable or O'Connell? Dable. Dable. Sure. Which quarterback do you trust more? Daniel Jones yeah. or Kirk Cousins? Daniel Jones. Yeah. You're going to give uh, me yeah. over three in this game. I'll take the Giants. Done. Yeah. <laughs> It is Daniel Jones' first ever playoff game, and we will. You're. I don't. I haven't heard a lot of people even bringing that up, and maybe it's just people waiting till next week to uh, recycle that old narrative a million billion times. But uh, playoff debutants. Wait, so Cousins has two playoff games, right? (laughs) Cousins has played in two playoff games, and it was a couple years ago. Yeah, he beat the Saints. So, so so yeah, yeah, and that's also like Drew Brees played the worst playoff game of all. Taysom Hill was the best quarterback on the field in that game, not even Kirk Cousins. And then they went to San Francisco and got their asses handed to them by the Niners. That's true. Yep. No, I'm I'm with you there. All right, that was a good close. Like the little kind of over three concept there, Nick. That was very strong content. Um, (laughs) This is what I do for a living. Thank you. (laughs) Can you let people know, Nick, where to follow you and find your work? Yeah, also, I just want to say, uh, I can't wait for, can't wait to bet Tampa against the Cowboys if that's over three. When, like, the last month I've been like, can't wait to bet Dallas in the game. Now I feel like it's going to be Tampa uh, with the, the on field oh, matchups. Yeah, oh. you can hit me up on Twitter. It, it's going to be brutal. Like, I, I, I don't, I don't, that's the ultimate, like, power rating number versus what your eyes tell you game is Bucks yes. Cowboys on Wild Card Weekend. Uh, yeah. On Twitter at the Costos, T H E K O S T O S. The show is You Better You Bet, weekdays 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern, Sundays 11 a.m. to 1. And during the playoffs, we'll be on Saturday mornings as well. Just search You Bet wherever you find your podcast. I'm wishing you guys and all your great viewers minimal sweats, winning bets, the absolute very best of luck. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Thank you so much, Nick. Go Bills, go Bengals. All right. Before we get to SN7, just a reminder, if you don't have the NBC Sports Predictor app, go download it now. The contests are free and easy to play, and you have a shot to win thousands this weekend by predicting what will happen in the NFL and Premier League. That includes $100,000 up for grabs by guessing the outcome between the Lions and Packers in our Sunday Night 7 contest. Let's help you out with one of those questions now. The first question you'll see, how many passing yards for Aaron Rodgers. I'm going 280 plus on Aaron Rodgers. Now, the the data, the, the game logs don't back that up. He's only done it once this year, but I think with in a oh. game with a total this high, with him throwing against, I think, a very suspect Detroit defense uh, and a run defense that has been pretty good outside of the Carolina debacle, I think Rodgers will go over. He did it six times last season. What do you think, Drew? Consensus, 280 plus. Uh, this is the easiest one on the board, honestly. Sorry that we are not giving you help on a tougher question in the predictor. Um, but uh, this is resistant to game state. 
if the Packers are doing well, they need to keep their foot on the gas. They cannot, you know, let the Lions back into this one. The Lions are a plucky team, uh, so they're going to continue to throw, throw, throw. And if they are behind, uh, then we open up the playbook, and it is go ball, go ball, go ball. So this is Aaron Rodgers over 280. Yep, I love it. All right, let's get into our favorite bets of the weekend. I'm going with the Eagles minus 13 and a half against the Giants. I don't understand why this has been bet down from 14 to 13 and a half. I think this is almost as big a disparity as you can get in the NFL. The Giants played their full team against the Eagles at home a month ago and lost by 26 points. Yeah. This is an awful matchup for a Giants run defense that even when fully healthy uh, has no chance whatsoever. And now they're going to be playing backups. Don't think that their guys are going to be playing into the second half. The Eagles, they obviously need this game. Uh, the one seed, now that the eight seed has been dismissed, the one seed is still super, super important. Uh, so I think they'll be going all out. And uh, I think this is going to be very ugly. So give me the Eagles minus 13 and a half. What's your best bet, Drew? Uh, I'm going to go with similar thought here and take the Cowboys minus seven. Um, I know they're on the road, but they are a substantially better team than the commanders in a neutral game state. I think fair price, if this was just a meaning, you know, this was just the middle of the season game, uh, you're probably talking about an eight and a half here. Um, Sam Howell going to be taking snaps for the commanders here. It doesn't seem like the commanders really have an idea of what they want to do offensively. Uh, and on top of that, a bunch of very meaningful pieces on that defense have been missing practice this week, suggesting that they will not be taking the field. So, uh, Cowboys, uh, defense, they need to get right spot. You know what that comes at the behest of? Mr. Sam Howell, sorry, buddy, your first start is not going to look good. Uh, and then the Cowboys offense, I think, uh, you know, they they could do it any which way they want against this commander's defense, considering who's going to be available. So uh, Cowboys win with margin, lane the seven. Yep, I like it. All right, Drew, it's a new era as the inaugural season of the Super Motocross World Championship game Ooh. drops this week in Anaheim. Watch Eli Tomac start his title defense live on Saturday at 10 p.m. Eastern on USA and Peacock or catch an encore presentation Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern on NBC. Remember, you can watch all the action in 2023 live on Peacock. All right, that is us done. Don't forget to check out NBCSportsEdge.com for more information to help you with your wages. Thanks to those watching on the NBC Sports YouTube channel. And if you're listening to us in podcast form, don't forget to rate and subscribe us. I'm going to drink three liters of water right now <laughs> and get on a plane. Jake Croucher and Drew Dinsick. Good luck with your bets. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. I know how to run a hair salon, but for small business insurance, I chose my State Farm agent. She's a small business owner, too, so she knew how to help me personalize my policies. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to an agent today.